Weekends with Matt Prater on Vision. Special guest in the studio is my new mate, Chelsea. Hey, Chelsea, how's it going? Hey, hey, I'm here. (laughs) So tell everyone who you are and what you're all about. How did we meet and what are you all about? Yeah, um, so as um, Alex said, I'm Chelsea and I absolutely love Jesus and it was a pretty insane way that we met because I ran into Nando's with her on the weekend and saw that she had this kind of like cast on her leg, like boot thing. Yeah, brace, leg brace. Leg brace, that's what it's called. I was kind of like mentally blanking on that, but okay. (laughs) I just had this like insane feeling to go and pray for her and um, as a child of God, that's what we're called to do. We're called to go out and evangelize and actually like make disciples, you know, heal the sick. It's like something that we're called to do. I just instantly went for it, like started a conversation by handing her like a menu. (laughs) Yeah, basically. (laughs) And then um, found out that her and her friend were both Christians and stuff and they let me pray for her, which was super awesome. And then we all ended up getting dinner. Yeah, it was a really good way to meet and stuff because we ended up both realizing, oh my gosh, you love Jesus too. And it was like super (laughs) great. So it was a lot of fun. (laughs) True, true. So you're from City Point Church. Yes. And you recently got back from a youth camp. How was that? Um, Youth Camp was absolutely incredible. They had a theme this year called Shake History, which is where they wanted to equip the saints um, to go out into their world, into their schools and into like their families and stuff and just absolutely like shake history for Jesus, which is super awesome. Um, a couple of my girls got completely set free from like depression and suicidal thoughts, which was super awesome. Wow. Um, one of them learned to speak in tongues for the first time, which is so good. That's insane. Yeah. And one of my other little girls, like she ended up, she's in grade eight and she ended up like going to school and healing someone from like a broken wrist. Whoa, Um, that's cool. Like literally the next day. It was so great when school started. Yeah, that's awesome. So tell us your testimony. Where did you come from? How did Jesus um, change your life so far? Yeah, so I was raised in a Christian household, which was super awesome. We understood relationship with God, but it was still pretty religious in a sense in the fact that like, oh, if you do this, you're kind of going to disappoint God, um, (laughs) which is uh, just not true, though. Yeah, true. Um, So I was raised in that. And then when I was in grade, maybe like grade 10, I started really like pulling away because in my mind, it was like Christ was there for when I died. It wasn't really anything real for me. Yeah, he's not Um, here now for you, though. Just later. Exactly. Whatever. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Um, And so in year 12, I kind of went um, pretty off track, got a bit into partying and like found my identity, trying to find my identity in like boys and like drinking and like you know, having fun and just like, you know, but still having this like thing within me going like, oh, it's just actually not who you are Mm. kind of thing. I was like fully stepping outside my like nature now because it was like I was in relationship with God quite a bit, but then just didn't really like engage with it as much. And so I always knew that it was wrong, but Mm. just didn't really like um, engage with him as much. And so um, it was so easy to fall with that. And then um, my mom ended up calling me up and saying, hey, like, you know, City Point in Brisbane, I was living in Caboolture at the time, had um, a young adult conference on. Yeah. So I was like, okay, I'll, like, go and everything. And I'm pretty sure it was, like, Pastor John Gray who was speaking. Oh, cool. (laughs) Absolutely hilarious. It was so great. He did an altar call, and I knew without a shadow of a doubt it was time to come home and just, like, leave behind exactly what I'd been living because it just wasn't me and it wasn't something that I was called to do. Like, God had so much more for me than I didn't even realize. Mm. So I ended up giving my heart back to God. Yeah, it was really a big realizing um, who I was to who I am now, complete like transformation that like I'm a child of God, like I'm completely righteous now and I can actually walk in that. And that came from like just me like forgetting everything I ever thought that I knew and actually just sitting with the Lord and actually going, okay, God, like who are you and who am I? Like actually just engaging with him, like Mm. in a personal relationship, like I'm talking to you right now kind of thing and like hearing back from him was really, really awesome. So, yeah, and that's when it all started, just like 
pretty much doing nothing and just being with the Lord. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Well, we're so gl- glad that you're here now, and I'm so glad that I met you. So tell me, how did you get that boldness initially to come up and speak to me? Because I think that's so crazy. That's why I wanted to hang out with you and find out more about it because you were just so bold and I was just blown away by your courage to come out and just talk to me, share your faith with me. You didn't know whether I was Christian or not. You didn't know how I would react to you and you just stepped out in faith and just did it. You prayed for me. So how did you do that? Where did that courage come from? Yeah, well, that was actually a testimony in itself because I like just had this massive revelation in my heart about like who God made me and it was like, how could I not hold it back? When you actually like just become so aware of God, it's like that we don't have a spirit of fear, but we have a spirit of love, power and a sound mind. And it's just sitting and becoming aware of that and rebuking that fear because it's not your own. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think realizing that was what really helped me a lot when I was first evangelizing and started talking to people about my faith. And it was almost like adrenaline would just shoot through you. It was really fun. <laughs> so it was really great. Um, but the past couple of weeks, it was like I had gotten to this point where I'd evangelize and everything. And it wouldn't be a second thought. It would just be like, it wouldn't even be me thinking I'm going out evangelizing. It was actually just because I'm a child of God, I'm just going to share this with people and Mm. just love on people no matter what. So it didn't even feel like it was evangelism, like, oh, you're an evangelist. It was actually just, no, that's who I, like, I'm a child of God. So it just happens. Yeah. (laughs) And so it would just come to this point where I just had zero fear evangelizing. And then the last two weeks, I just got struck with intense fear. It wasn't even funny. And I just wasn't evangelizing. And so I was like, oh my goodness, like, what's going on? And I knew something was attacked me completely because it was just so not me. Mm. And then I went on youth camp and I was like determined to like fully break this thing off my life. I was like, this is not happening. And I was like, oh my goodness. And then it was after youth camp, driving home and I was just spending so much time with the Lord and stuff. And it was realizing like, oh, okay, Chelsea, like you, whose thoughts do you care about more? Do you care about my thoughts, like your father? Or like, do you care about the thoughts of people? And I was like, oh, I actually had to sit with that and actually surrender that to the Lord and say, hey, I actually like, I've been sold out for you. And that's actually what I'm going to walk in. And so when I met you, it was actually like zero fear in the slightest because it was reminding myself of who I was and actually just who my father was. Yeah. And so I was like, okay, I'm going to walk in that. And um, yeah, it's been great ever since. So I just fully was like, you know what, instead of just constantly like trying to um, go, oh my gosh, I don't have a spirit of fear. Oh my gosh, I don't have a spirit of fear. Actually going, God, what have you given me? Like, who am I? And actually like believing that. Yeah. Like when he says it. So yeah, it was a lot of fun. <laughs> That's so cool. So how would you encourage people listening tonight? How would you encourage them to step out in their faith and just be who God called them to be? Just abide in God. Literally, it's so simple. It's not actually supposed to be hard. <laughs> and that looks like literally just what you do out in the world. I have the saying, what you do out in the world should be done more so behind closed doors. Mm. That is the biggest thing I live by because like your relationship with God, it should be from an overflow that everything else happens. So signs and wonders follow those who are disciples. So I'm going to actually just like abide in Christ and like by abiding in God and like Jesus, it's like from an overflow, you just naturally walk it out. So I would fully just encourage, just be with the Lord, abide in him and everything else flows. Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> you were <laughs> Super so cool. Simple. <laughs> Thank you so much for coming into the Thank studio today. Thank you so much today. for having me. Hey, it's a lot of fun. <laughs> That's good. Before you go, thanks for listening. There's lots more great audio on demand, or you can listen to us live at visionradio.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener-supported. Your donation, large or small, will help us continue connecting faith to life for hundreds of thousands of people across Australia and around the world. Learn more or donate today at visionradio.org.au.